I see it a little bit like really easy socialising, going to a gig, because although I don't really have anyone, any of the other comedians, um, phone numbers, I feel like I've gone out for a night out. I've gone there, I've chatted to the other comedians, I've told them jokes, I've had a drink with them all, and it feels like I've had a great night out, and then I go home. So it's like I've got these instant friends that have got no, that have got no kind of baggage with. <laughs> Actually, I don't go out. It's quite weird because I don't go out to pubs to socialise, you know, as in norm, the way normal people do. So the only time, if I'm in a pub with a load of guys, it's because I'm performing. So it is like my, my form of socialising. I mean, I will go to, they do a poetry night called Toast at the Arts Centre. Um, and they do a thing called True Stories at the Arts Centre. So I'll go to those things. But otherwise, I don't really go to the pub. Yeah, me too. Me too. And and what what I like about doing gigs is that you talk, the conversations you're having with your other comedians is about comedy. So you've all got a shared interest. It's not like going to the pub with a load of strangers where you're just finding small talk or or something. You've actually you're talking about strategy and laughs per minute and eye contact and and you know, yeah, things yeah. that help go towards you learning the craft well also we have this thing at the brew because we do a the gig you heard the gig you played was at the brew dog pub which is a sort of social enterprise and so we have a writing group there so we have a writing group on a wednesday and then about an hour later we have a gig so it's just really nice because we're all sitting there and there's something just wonderful about writing because i actually wonder if if i ever get too sort of old for the gigging I would really like to help people write because I I think I'm really good at listening to people's material and then seeing where a joke could go and helping mm -hmm. helping them or just sort of like someone will have half a joke like I've got a few things I've written down to do with Covid that I think are jokes that are sort of nearly there but not quite there so I got mm -hmm. one um which is um I went to one of those zoom coffee mornings it was okay but the coffee was shit sort of thing. yeah so, um, but it's it's sort of not quite there. And then um, I think I've been ordering too much chocolate because the last lot came with a display stand, and um, as as nobody's got any nobody's got any hair dye anymore, so quite a lot of my friends are coming out as grey. <laughs> so I mean, they're just sort of silly things. But um, I mean, one of my things was just a kind of um, um a rant really i was i because i rec if i have an idea i'll record it so mainly i've been doing recording so i just had this kind of massive when i listened back to it i thought it's not funny at all it was just a massive rant about um captain tom and um how he was really annoying me <laughs> so if you actually did it if you actually did it that's the thing that's different is now you can't try things out so if you tried that out in a pub and everyone just looked at you if just as if to say He's ninety-nine. How can you be don't be dissing don't be dissing Captain Tom? You know, you'd have that he's kind a of silence. Hero. <laughs> exactly, he's a national treasure. And and I oh no, and I was having this rant because there's some woman who's run the London Marathon by going round her garden a hundred times or something. And I did the maths and it works out that her garden is four hundred metres mm. long. So I was like, I lost all sympathy or interest in it because I think she's got a 400 meter garden. So she could have people run for her, you know. But uh, uh, yeah, so I don't think I've really answered your question. <laughs> I can't remember what it was now. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. But I, <laughs> do you 
what are what are the jokes people are going to be telling post lockdown? There's going to be well, COVID. I think there will be a lot of lockdown jokes. Really, I think because mm. um, I well, what, some of my other stuff I was thinking about was everyone saying they feel sorry for the NHS workers, but I feel sorry for burglars because they they just can't break <laughs> in anywhere because everyone's home all the time. <laughs> Good, I like it. I feel sorry for burglars. I feel sorry for anyone trying to have an affair. Yep. You know, because it's practically impossible. I've yep. tried it. Um, <laughs> not really. Um, and um, after, you, you should always have jokes with the three, shouldn't you? And then, so then the third one should be the funniest one. So that's where the writing comes in, isn't it? So you have to have a third one, which is um, the funniest out of all. But I don't know what it would be. I think apparently drug stealers are having a real, a really hard time as well, because. Oh, um, yeah, I because apparently be a good time. Well, no, I think I don't know if there's. They probably are selling quite a few drugs still, but it's much harder to sit on a park bench, um, just casually, because that's. I don't know much about drug dealers, but apparently they sit on park benches, and you just come along, and kind of go, "What's up?" Like that, yeah. and then you do the deal, right? So yeah. you can't sit on a park bench all day anymore because you're only meant to be there for your walk. Yeah move on so that's the I end think of it, that i think the thing is though that a lot of people are sharing funny things about maybe it's just me but like on social media there's so many funny things about covid that are being told that i'm not sure when we get out to the pubs whether everyone will go yeah i know that i saw that on facebook mm. you know so are we going to be able to come up with something kind of original that hasn't mm-hmm. already like i was thinking about i said to my girlfriend oh um about introverts and extroverts that introverts hate it because your partner's home all the time and extroverts mm-hmm. hate it because they can't go out and saint said well that's a that's a meme on facebook no everyone knows that you know so mm-hmm. i was like oh, okay do you know what i mean so it's, uh, that's the thing i'm not sure about but i mean to me it's one of the funniest things that's ever happened to us so i mean it's i mean even i mean before that we had trump but i always felt like i wasn't really doing my work because you just say this is what trump said today and everyone laughs yeah, you're not, you know, yeah. He, he sort of writes his own jokes, doesn't he? But um, yeah, I think with yeah, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think we're going to be joking about? Uh, I, well, I think there's going to be a lot of performance art where people are going to come on stage dressed as mummies in toilet roll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, there'll be new dance pieces well where they'll be practicing social distance dancing um, yes yeah i think there's going to be uh, going to be a lot of refer- lot of references i mean i am worried that the open mic scene is just going to be flooded with really bad covert jokes do, do you want to hear my only lockdown joke maybe you can help yeah, yeah. perfect it who is always in lockdown I don't know who is always in lockdown. Snail. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> oh, I told my niece, I, and my young niece was like, "What about tortoises?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah." Everyone's a critic. How old is she? I mean, I say little, she's like 19 now, but still, it was embarrassing. It deflated me. <laughs> Can you improve that snail joke anyway? Um, 
You see, I don't tell jokes like that, you know, because they're more like you're sort of one. They're like one-liners, aren't they? Do you normally do one-liners? No. No, because I think um, no. I do it in a more stand-up way. Like, because I was thinking about the fact that, um, you know, because I work in in mental health, so I kind of like thinking agrophobics they that we need to kind of learn from them don't we we've got all this stuff about we're trying to learn from you know some really annoying person with a with a blog post about how to make perfect cakes or whatever or how to exercise in lockdown we need to learn from the agrophobics because they've been doing that a really long time mm. so um that's how i sort of tend to do the like who's always been in lockdown kind of thing and snails you know um, yeah. tortoises you know i think they could teach us a lot really about just being at home and what have you so that's how i would kind of approach it um, i'm gonna take that what where have you been taking tips on lockdown from snails and tortoises yeah yeah that kind of thing yeah so i've been Brilliant. yeah i kind of like yeah you could do that's how i would do it i would kind of like do um yeah so i've been trying to learn about how to kind of really you know how to cope in lockdown i looked at stephen fry videos and that but in the end i just interviewed a snail so that's where i would kind of rather nice. than that like yeah, I think that, Helen, that's how it's slightly softer. Helen of Norwich, it's been an absolute pleasure. I've loved this strange little interview with you. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I can't wait to meet you in person. That would be really nice. It would. And then you'll see all my wrinkles and go, wow, you really did touch up your appearance in, in Zoom. <laughs> how, do people, how do people hear about you? Oh, well, I'm not very good with um, the internet and things, I'm afraid. I mean, I, I can work it, but I'm not very good. So, I mean, really, you would, to find out about my gigs, you'd probably have to go onto Facebook to my Helen of Norwich page on Facebook. 